Good morning, everybody. Welcome to a Tuesday show. Hopefully you are having an outstanding start to your week. Sorry I wasn't here yesterday. We was out on the beach with Debbie. No, I was going to try to put a picture up for that, but I forgot to do that. So I guess I won't be able to do that. Anyways, hopefully you're doing outstanding. This is the Break the Cycle with DSD show. I am your host, Dwayne. I am not a therapist. I'm an individual much like you who went through a very difficult traumatic experience in my personal life. And I developed some tips and techniques that uh, I use to get my life back and break the, san- uh, break the insanity that I share with you to hopefully do the same. Get your life back. Break the cycle of toxic abuse. If you have children, to repair that damage and get back on track. And I, what I've come to notice is a lot of times help you understand when you actually are doing pretty good. It's hard sometimes to see that in the midst of all this, whenever everything seems so bleak and and you're just in this running gun battle, so to speak, with your ex trying to figure things out. The other thing I always like to mention is be careful throwing diagnoses around. Only a clinician in a clinical environment can do that. And you don't want to get yourself in trouble where people are like, where did you get that diagnosis? Where did that information come from? How are you off or are educated enough to be able to do that. If you have a if you have a clinical diagnosis that is outstanding. Just focus on patterns of behavior, minimize the the extra damage that you do to yourself. If you like what we have going on here, you can become a channel member and do that over at youtube.com and and get a cool emojis and and all kinds of extra stuff and it helps keep the lights on. Let's see. Uh, if you want to get notified via text message when a show is coming up, you can do that by texting DSD Live to 844-598-0012, 844-598-0012 in the United States and Canada. And then right before the show goes live, I'll send out a text to you saying, hey, everyone, you know, YouTube might not remind you, but here is a, a another fail-safe reminder. The phone lines will be open today. You can dial into the show by dialing one four two four three seven three five four eight three. I thought I said that wrong. Or one four two four DSD Live. There's also a web interface for people outside of the United States. So just scroll into the uh, video description, and you will see that, and you will be able to do that. And that is. All my normal stuff. The only last thing is if you're new to the channel and you haven't hit that subscribe button, please do so. And I would appreciate it. It, uh, it does actually help. But uh, the best way you can help the channel is just like, share, and uh, share the videos out. Let other people know. Uh, hopefully help them break their, their toxic cycles and uh, get the awareness out. Hopefully you have your nice coffee ready for you today. Now, the topic I wanted to hit today, it's actually, this was a weird weekend. There were some things that happened that uh, kind of surprised me on the channel. I think it was Saturday, maybe it was, what was it, Saturday or Sunday? One of those days, I think it was Saturday. I happened to grab my phone, look at the, the stats, and the channel was just going crazy. A lot more views than normal. And it just started out at random. So finally, I was able to get down uh, and look at it and figure out what video was actually actually the culprit 
of this. Let me see if I can, let me see if I can pull this up. Uh, hold on. And okay, it was the, oh, I'm going to do this and I'll have to flip the little button again because I always forget to turn the chat off when I do that. So it was this video here, covert narcissist when your daughter-in-law is brainwashing your children. Now, our, your child, your adult child. This video came out because a lot. Of, there's a handful of people on the channel who are in that situation. They are the mother-in-law. They are seeing a really toxic situation with their with their son and the the worst just let me just throw this out there the worst thing you can do right off the bat is expose them and and completely go after them because that's a surefire way that your daughter-in-law is going to side or not side is going to recognize that you're on to them and basically torpedo your relationship with your with your adult child that was the whole purpose of that video. But what happened is, and this is what I'm going to get into. So let me go back. Actually, I'll go back. What happened in this particular situation, if the back button will work, there we go, is it, there is a, I, I'm, a mother-in-law had posted a really long comment on that video about how bad their ex was, or how, not back, sorry, how bad their, their daughter-in-law was and how their son had, you know, discarded them and, and, you know, just all this stuff. Well, this turned into a complete crazy situation where this other person, this daughter-in-law on TikTok is making videos about her toxic, uh, in-laws. And, uh, she referenced that video, which sent a huge amount of people to that video. That video got more traffic than it probably in that one day than it's had forever. Comments went through the roof. It actually got to the point that the mother-in-law, the daughter-in-law, and the son were all arguing in that comment thread until the thread was finally deleted. This all happened like within a couple hours. I mean, it was a really quick, a really quick situation. I don't know how many people, you know, probably a lot of you on here right now don't do the TikTok thing. But, uh, it, um, was, it was interesting. Finally, the only reason I found it is somebody in the comments said, I'm here from TikTok. And I'm like, what, you know, what, what, where did you, what, what in the world is going on? So they gave me some pointers or uh, some paths to follow. And I found, and I found it. Okay. That's kind of the backstory on this. And and this is what the topic for today is going to be. It's going to be, uh, you know, at what point do you start and stop fighting with a narcissistic person? It could be an in-law, could be, you know, a spouse, it could be any collection of narcissistic people. Oftentimes we have to do something to establish some boundaries and trying to set a boundary with a narcissistic person is wrought with chaos because they don't like that. They like the way the world is, the way it operates around them. And when you deviate and you take away some of their perceived power, they will fight back. Everyone here who is dealing with this has experienced this. 
The really sad part is oftentimes what happens is, is you set a boundary and you think that things are better. You're like, all right, I set a boundary. Initially, maybe your, your toxic antagonist doesn't realize what's really going on. And I, huh, this is weird. And they, they poke here and they poke there. And then they, then they ramp things up. They try to make it better. And this is the key point we're going to get to in a minute. You have to understand that they typically don't just hide when exposed, right? We tend to think of things the way we would think it. And we're like, oh my God, if somebody exposed my dirty laundry, I, my thing would be to pick it all up really quick, you know, uh, make an excuse and go away and try to lay low to draw the minimal amount of attention to yourself, right? That's a fallacy that we all get into where we think that everyone operates the same way or is going to process things the same way. So when you're making decisions, be very careful that you're not saying, okay, if I made this chess move or this checkers move, what would I do? Oh, I would move here. Well, I'm going to move here because that's what they'll do. And I'll try to counter it. I'm going to think I'm going to try to outsmart myself and make moves that would work for me. But when you do that, you woefully underestimate your enemy, your antagonist on this in this part. And it generally blows up in your face because it makes things potentially worse. A narcissistic person, a toxic person who really has, you know, would score high if they ever were actually evaluated. They don't operate that way. What they try to do is, so take the same scenario I just said. Oh my God, someone exposed your dirty laundry. You know, we're rushing to try to, to hide it. You know, oh, oh, you know, whatever. A narcissistic person will stand right in the middle of it and, you know, just take their finger and go, there, look over there. You know, see what that person's doing right there. I mean, and, and do it in such a grandiose way that everyone goes, holy crap, and they look over and for a moment, they lose, tra- they lose track of what's going on with them. They deflect attention back to the person. This, this, I mean, you guys know how this comes up. This comes up as smear campaigns, and they, will, they are vicious. They will go after anything. Nothing is off bounds. They'll go after your career. They'll go after your freedom. They'll do litigation. They'll try to sue you. They'll, they'll do all kinds of crap to to basically scare you to, you know, kind of do the carpet bombing, so to speak, to get you to go, holy crap, I'm going to back off. The other problem with this is most stories are very complicated. What I noticed in that, in that thread back and forth, you had a camp of people who completely were on the side of the mother-in-law and you were on complete, are you, and there were people who were completely on the side of the daughter-in-law. There were probably more for the daughter-in-law because she has a bigger uh, audience and was driving, driving people over there. I mean, there was like 260, maybe 70 comments by the time that, that uh, thread was deleted. And unfortunately, a lot of people like a crap show, right? I mean, so there's a lot of people who don't really care about you, don't really care about the other person, but they just jump on for entertainment. Gives them something to talk about. The other thing is, is that when you start directly engaging with a narcissistic person, 
and I time and time, I mean, I've experienced this and even the, the latest coaching calls I've had have all basically said the same thing is they try to explain it to other people and they look like they look at them like they lost their mind. Most people don't understand the emotional dynamic that we're dealing with and the underlying abuses and trigger points that don't even have any meaning to them. I'll give you an, an example in my own life with my dad. I could not, when, our, when, I, when my son was born, my dad had actually come to, and he was born with a disability and he was in ICU for the longest time. So it was a really stressful situation anyways. Then what happened, well, not what happened is, is there was one period of time where he's like, okay, you know what? It's been X amount of years since his divorce. Uh, my mom was down, he came down. And he came in, hung around for like 15, 20 minutes, and then left. And it was really hurtful for me because I'm like, man, you can't even put away your angry, anger towards this person for this? At that time, I had no context for the, what, the decisions he was making. Now I understand because I see it. I've seen it in myself, I've, I've, in my own personal situation. I've seen it with you guys. I've seen it obviously in the coaching calls. You, you have these people who don't stop. And what ultimately happened in that situation with him is he left and I didn't understand it. So I, like I'm just saying with this, is I didn't have the context or the understanding of why his defenses were so high. And even the idea of being around my mom was just too much even after all that time. I mean, he was remarried. I mean, his life was, you know, I mean, it, they, my mom lived in a different city. So, I mean, it was one of those things where things were just, if they were all normal, it would have been no big deal. But the thing is, these people don't stop. My, my, my point is on this, is it's really tough for people without the context to understand your perspective. And when you start throwing stuff out there publicly, then there's going to be other people who are, who are going, well, wait a minute, that doesn't make sense. Well, that decision doesn't make sense because they're, they're looking at it in the context of their own lives. So you got to be careful of that. And this all really boils down to what exactly do you really want to accomplish with your actions. Now, going back to this thing that happened this weekend, I'm going to try to talk to these people, see if I can get some more detailed information, maybe, maybe interview them. I'm not sure. So far, they have not seemed to be that interested in that. But what it seems to come out with, what I'll say, because the daughter-in-law actually has more information out there, so it was easier to follow some of the, the videos, her TikTok videos, to see what's going on. Now, I, look, I'm 50 years old. TikTok makes my head hurt. Some of the stuff on it, I don't get. I mean, the short videos are kind of cool. You know, the fact that you just get to the point and move on. That's kind of nice. But anyways, it seems like for whatever reason, this lady and her in-laws didn't get along from the start. And that manifests itself in a bunch of different ways. 
And what she decided to ultimately do was start making TikTok videos for probably just to, to, to get it out of her system, to try to just be, you know, be there for other people who are going through that. But what ultimately happened is, is the family, I mean, she did this under her personal name. The comments on the, on the videos were all on the personal accounts. So you guys be careful on that. If you're, if you're on these type of sites or if you're on like my channel, um, create a whole nother, create a new YouTube channel with an, uh, uh, what's the word, you know, like an, um, avatar. I'm, I'm thinking of the wrong word, but a different name, a pseudonym. Like this channel, if I go and I make a comment on someone's channel, it comes up as DSD. I'm, I'm looking at some of the comments that are flying up. You got like fighting dad, merge music. Uh, I mean, these are just people I know that, you know, alone uh, parent ire. These are, these are folks who have names, the wise chat manager who don't have their real names in there. And, and some people have real names that aren't really their real names. That's kind of my situation on, on the name I put out there. It's inevitably going to be a question. People are like, well, you do it. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> and when there's two names, there's, that's not, if you search on me personally, you don't find the YouTube stuff. And I don't publicize it. I don't go around to everybody, all my family and friends saying, hey, I do this channel. I don't do it. This channel is not about, for me, is not about attacking the ex. This is about finding people who are going through a similar situation and giving them the skill set to be able to deal with this in an effective way and minimize their own danger, 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 damage. So again, you have to ask yourself, okay, why am I doing this? Right? So first thing I, is it for payback? It, you know, is it to make them feel what they've done to you, that they feel it? Or are you just trying to get them to leave you alone? I mean, are you, are you doing an attack to basically, like I was saying before, it's like, you know, hey, let me go after and do this thing, and maybe they will leave, leave me alone. And to be perfectly honest, doing a, a social media campaign to where it's pretty easy to figure out who you're talking about, not a great way to do that because they're, they're going to want that to go down. And this lady's story, the family, the in-laws went after her career, went after her PhD program, were really trying to basically just destroy everything to, uh, to get back at, at the, the daughter-in-law and the son and to get it to be taken down. The wise chat manager says, let me see, I want to grab this. Attacks don't work. Tried many times. No, they don't. They really don't. I'm just looking at some of the other comments. So, so bottom line, or I guess the, the, the summary of this is you have to really think about what you're trying to accomplish. Now, to be perfectly honest, there were a period of time where what I wanted to do is I, I, I wanted payback. I wanted her to feel, I'm not talking about with me doing this channel, but I mean even just fighting back with her back in the day. I wanted some level of justice. I wanted some level of accountability. I wanted them or her to feel, in my situation, to feel something and to be like, oh, wait, I don't like this. I want this to stop. 
just be careful what you do. You know, especially for, I, I know I don't really have a lot of younger people on this. You know, a lot of people gravitate towards social media. You know, I would look at it, it, I would look at it as the advice I give you guys on talking to people about your situation, right? I personally advise you not to go through and every person you run into, you run into some random person on the street and go, hey, let me tell you about my situation. Let me tell you how crazy my situation is and what my ex has done and what I'm dealing with right now. Surefire way to make you look completely crazy and insane and, not, and it doesn't help your case. Now, conversely, if, if somebody bumps into you and, and makes a comment and you can see they're struggling, you're like, hey, you know what? I know what you're dealing with. I've been there. This is a little part of my situation. Does it sound familiar? I'm like, well, yeah. Hey, man, this is a, these are the things you need to think about to help you minimize your mistakes and to maximize you getting your life back. That's, that's a more constructive way of dealing with this. Anyways, that is, uh, that is the topic for today. You know, a lot of times, I, it's just, you got to really ask yourself, is it worth the fight? Sometimes it is. Sometimes it is worth it to try something different. You just have to be incredibly careful and what I would just say is be mindful of what you're doing. Look to see if it's, if it's helping. And then adjust beyond that. If it's not, it's okay to turn around and go, okay, you know what? I tried this. It didn't work. I want to do something different. Let's see what else we got going on here in... Oh, I'll grab this if I can find it. Adrian says, no matter how reasonable you try to be, they always try and respond with something that digs into your emotion. Yeah, because they want a reaction, right? They want to basically, you know, boop, you right in the eye and get you to respond or to get you to cower in fear or to give them what they want. Hmm. All right, I'm trying to decide whether... Yeah, it looks like it's, looks like I was worried maybe there might be a troll, but it appears, I'm going to say no for now, I think. All right, let me scroll up. Oh, you know what? The phone lines are open, uh, and there is a caller who I wanted to finish that first, so I'm going to, see, my, my, this, I'm just going to go to it because I don't even understand what the auto screener did this time. Hello and welcome to the show. Hey, how you doing, buddy? Doing good. How are you doing? Hey, yeah, I don't know. I called like about two or three weeks ago. I was talking about my, my divorce and stuff with my ex-wife. Right. And how I found out she was a narc. I think it was like your last call on the show. Yeah. And, yeah, um, you're in Florida, right? I was, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, from Florida. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm glad you remember me. So yeah, I was I was listening in and I was listening to what you were saying basically about arguing with a, a person with narcissistic personality disorder. Um, unless you're educated on the mentality of the individual you're dealing with, you're 
you're gonna drive yourself insane, especially if you're um, especially if you're put in a relationship or or have custody with these people. Yeah. Because as 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 a probably a person of empathy and empath, we when 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 we get into a discussion with somebody, especially if it becomes a debate or argument, we're standing on the grounds and principles of integrity, yeah. honor, truth. You know. And these people care less about that. Nope. <laughs> they're not, their mind is not wired to be on that. Their mind is wired to be on whatever helps me win the, win the situation. Self-preservation and, and destroying their enemy. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. That's all it's about. It's, it's a complete... I'm sorry, go ahead. No, no, yeah. I'm just agreeing with you. You're, you're, I'm, no, okay. you're speaking truth. Yeah, yeah. Go for it, man. Mm-hmm. It's, 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 a, it's an attack for them. It's all about victory for them. For us, for, for, for good-hearted people, it's about truth. Because we can accept what we're wrong. If me and you get into a misunderstanding or we have a disagreement, and you're like, you know, my name is Will. You're like, you whatever, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know what? You're right. Okay, I'm sorry, I was wrong. You would never get that from a narcissistic person. You would never get that. Nope. Even even if you even if you put it out plain as day, no, the grass outside is green. Because um, for me studying them so hard and listening to so many videos and doing research, um, I've heard I've heard a few people say that these people have a one type mind, and they have this inner you know the inner voice that's in all of us that tells us you know discernment. They're in a voice, whatever it takes. But see, we can be like a normal person or, or a person of empathy. Sometimes that inner voice can tell us something that might not be 100% correct. Sometimes we can be proven that, okay, that's, that, that, that wasn't right. Right. We, we, we had it wrong. But with, a, but with a narcissistic person, whatever that inner voice is telling them, that's fact to them. Whatever they're feeling, whatever yeah. it is, that's why they can do something so stupid. As in, they can discard you, go to another person, and this person is obviously not a good choice. That's what happened with my ex-wife. When, 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 we, when she decided to discard, you know what I'm saying, and, and, and neglect me as the husband and the family and go to another man, I'm not talking bad about the other person, but he was a complete total downgrade. Yeah. Here I am, the man that had a job. She didn't have to work. I'm taking care of the home. She went and got, she went, she got to go get a bum. A person still lives with his mother. He doesn't have a job. Here I am, provided two vehicles for the house. He got one vehicle and it's standing on one leg. If you heard it crank up and run down the street, it sounds like a wagon. And I, I you know, and when I realized when I, when I, before I divorced, when I seen who she was with, it'll, it'll, it'll blow your mind. Dude, let me. Yeah, let me tell you the, the, the here's the here's the reality of it, and this will blow your mind if you haven't thought about it. Is the these people are so, I mean they they have such low self esteem that when they're with a quality person, they they basically feel that they don't deserve it. So they undermine the relationship, they destroy it, and oftentimes, not all the time, but oftentimes they will do like you said a downgrade. And it's because they actually yeah. feel like that's what they expect. That's what they they not expect, but that's what they deserve. And 
I mean, it's like these mm. these people are so destructive, but they're destructive to themselves. I mean, the sad part is, is we're we're the collateral damage, unfortunately, in the midst of all this, because you know they don't turn mm-hmm. they don't just turn around and go, hey, you know what, Will? Um, I think that's what you said. Your name was that. Uh, uh, yeah, I will. Yeah, I mean, they don't. She, they won't. She won't come up to you and say, hey, Will, you know what? You're too good for me. I'm sorry. I'm gonna leave you alone. I'm gonna just let you go. I'm not gonna try to screw with you. No, they still try to take you down, but then they make decisions that blow your mind. I mean, I know, dude, I know exactly what you're saying because <laughs> I've seen it. I, you know, I mean, it's like, oh my God, why the hell would you take somebody who, who, who elevated your life? I mean, cause you hear all this stuff about, you know, about people monkey branching or whatever to a higher level or hy- uh, hyper, you know, the, uh, hypergamy Absolutely. and, but, but sometimes right. they don't. And it's because these people are so mm-hmm. damaged that they don't think they deserve more. And it's really tough for somebody like you and me or probably most of the people out here who are like, holy crap, I tried to do the best I could for this person. And now they're just making these decisions that are just torpedoing their lives. And that's the underlying thing is they don't feel that they deserve it, man. Mm, And then can I, can I say something? Absolutely. The thing thing is that really makes you like, I literally just scratched my head thinking about it. The thing that really makes you scratch your head is, is that, they want to, I guess they, I don't know, because one of the things, like, after I st- after the relationship was over with, mm-hmm. and I started studying, you know, because I stumbled across narcissism, through, you know, through looking up, like, well, why is, why yeah. is my ex-wife, or, or why is my previous wife at the time before we divorced, why is she behaving like this? Where yeah. is this? You know, because we've had issues in the past, and that's when I ran across, you know, you go in the end, you ran across narcissism. And I was like, holy crap, this is describing this person to a T. Yeah. You know, and um, what you, yeah, what you end up finding out is things like, you want to know something that really, really shocked me? Absolutely. You find out a lot of times when, 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 you're, in a, when you're in the entanglement with this person, <laughs> you know, when you're in the relationship with this person, one of the things that shocked me was finding out that they're most of the time jealous of you. Oh, yeah. They're jealous. And yep. that, that one, it took me like, it, I, I, got, I got a headache when I, when I, when I grasped that. Cause you know, I would think about things that happened. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The way, the way they smear your name, you know, cause you don't find out about the smear campaign. So, you know, you, 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 you realize it was going on throughout the whole relationship. Because, you know, people don't understand when you go around people that you and that person used to be around, people start acting different towards you. And you don't, you don't really understand what's going on. But once you understand who they are and after relationship, you're like, oh, so this person was talking bad about me to these people. Right. So people will stop messing with you, and you'd be like sitting around like, well, why is, why is Jeffrey over here don't have, or why Mary, why not be so funny towards you? You know what I'm saying? And yeah. you begin to find out later that they were talking, they, they, they were just putting um, untruthful things out there about you. And that really, to assassinate your character. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? To make people think, oh, he's not a good, or he or she is not as good of a person as you think they are. And they're this and that. And most of the time, it's a whole bunch of lies. Complete lies. So, yeah. arguing with these people there. They are, they're listening to that voice in their mind. Um, there's no reconciling with them. Nope. Whatever, whatever that voice tells them, 
that's it's set in stone. It's it's set it's in their stone. reality. You know, so, it is it's their reality and their their and and you their narrative and you can't change it. And and I just want to hit you made a comment and I want I want to just go back to this for a moment because you were talking about how they're jealous of you. This is the reason why you could come home. You can come home one day having a great day at work or something, and, and maybe you got a, a promotion or or you know you you something happened that was positive, and the first thing they say is completely Absolutely. diminish it, and and you feel like in, in your mind yeah. you're like what the what the hell just happened, you know? I mean it's like if you got a promotion, it would be like well, um, you know how is that going to affect us? Are you not, are you not going to be you know? I mean whatever it is, it's like are you not going to be able to come home anymore, or or you know you don't need that that extra stress or something. It's like instead of enjoying the moment with you, in what's really happening is it's like you just said they're jealous of it and they have to bring you they're back jealous. down. Yeah. Right. I mean, what, and right. the, the, the sad part about this, what I would say, Will, is that, you know, what she wanted is she wanted that, that person that she ended up with, she was trying to make you into that person. Right. And, and, right, right, right. and you didn't, and you weren't having it. Well, most people won't, right. And anybody who's a quality person is going to be like, no, no, I'm not going to play no, this game. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to. Yeah. No, I, I got, I, you know, I got a, a source of dignity about myself. I'm not going to be, I'm not saying I haven't hit hard times, but being a person of, um, of, um, what's the best way to say it? Of trying to vibrate high in life. Having, having a type of self-esteem about myself. Right. You can't, you can't sit low for too long because you feel less than Oh yeah, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? You have absolutely. You know that yeah. Um, remember I told you that my son. Remember I told you that in in in, in divorce in in during divorce, I lost custody of my daughters, but I got my son. Right. And um, I'm gonna give you. I'm 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 gonna leave you with this. The reason I found out there was a lot of jealousy involved because when I um, I do music. You know, okay. I do music, and um, you know, I got a couple of songs that me and my little group we did. You know what I'm saying? And when she would hear our songs, from most of them, she would be like, "Eh, it's okay. It's not all that. You guys are not all that. You know, anything <sighs> to diminish me, but I'm open to comments because I like people in their real opinion. I'm not. Yeah. Um. Yeah. You know, I, I'm not the type of person where if you say, "Hey, man, stick to your day job," all right? You know. I'm not gonna get mad at that because I like I like what's really from your heart. Right. You know, some people right. say something to just break you down. But let me tell you something that's funny. So me and my son was talking about it the other day, and I was talking to his um his grandmother. You know what I'm saying? We were all sitting at the table talking, and I was like, you know, mom, she never really liked my music like that. Yeah. She kind of did, but she's always telling me like, oh, it's okay. And my son was like, Daddy, you want to know something funny? I'm like, what's that? He was like. When you were, he said, when you wasn't around, when you would be away, like you would be at work or be at your friend's house, yeah. he said, mom used to play your music all the time. But in your face, she wouldn't play it. She, yeah. she used to play your music all the time. Well, cause she can't give like, you the, wow. no, but, but, but dude, I mean, the, the reality <laughs> is, is that she can't give you the victory, but she wants to take credit for it. Right. I mean, it's, it, these people right. are insane. And the, the really frustrating part <laughs> Is I mean, we think that they're our biggest champion, right? So when they start slamming us down, we take it to heart. It's yeah. like, well, crap, maybe they're right. Yeah, maybe there's a, maybe there's something there. And uh, well, dude, yeah. I'm glad you're out of it, you know, and you're starting to see these realizations and, and having these, these epiphanies just kind of go off. 
And, uh, I mean, I know it's still hard and I know you're still in the middle of it with your, with, uh, your kids and everything, but you know, at least, yeah, at least this awesome. gives you a better perspective, man. Yeah. And I just let, let people, and I leave on a message like this said, um, to the crowd out there, you know, if, if, if you, these people are users, Oh man. You are users, that's, that's one thing about that. Somebody that you gave so much energy into cause they're so jealous of it and, um, they can't love. Nope. You know, that's one thing I understand. Something to give you, give us all ease is that when they move on with the new supply, these people does not love. Nope. So don't feel like the new person. In the beginning, of course, of course they love buying them, and they want us to think that this person is better than you, regardless of oh, what of you course. think is better. But they're, going, they're giving them the same hell and probably worse eventually. Yep. Oh, yeah. Through time, because it's, yeah, as, as soon as she started with the new guy before the marriage was even over with, um, the crazy part is I warned her. Before I left out the door, I said, you know one thing? I can look at this guy. And this is before my daughter even told me the inside about he, he had nothing going for herself. When I seen the guy, yeah. I said, this guy, I can look, this guy's a bum. Yeah. Like he's about 37 years old, and he's like, he still sit on the couch and play Xbox all day long. That way, he looks that way. Yeah. So it didn't surprise me when my daughter said, Daddy, you don't have nothing wrong for himself. And the crazy part is after I exited, when I got when I distanced myself, I'm like, let me get away from her mm-hmm. before she put me in a bad situation. Yeah. You know what? She had the audacity to call. Now, after she made her decision, she had the audacity to have my kids call me and say, hey, Dad, Mom said, what's going on with the lights and the water? I said, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Like she had the audacity to call me and ask me, are you still going to help out with the bills? Through the court system, I will. And if my daughters want to come with me, yes, I would. But anything to help you, you got another man in the house that I was in with you, you've lost your mind. Yeah. Yeah. You've lost your (laughs) forgotten mind. If you think I'm sent to after you, bless me. I know, man. You were with the bum. You know what I'm saying? They are, they are, they, they. Yeah, but see, they, they, yeah, they just do that to try to poke you in the eye. It's taking their finger and going, boop, you know, just like, hey, if you weren't thinking about it, let me just remind you, you know? Well, hey, man, I really appreciate you sharing, and it sounds like you're really making some serious progress through all this, so I'm happy for you. Hey, man, I'm just glad to listen to the show, man. We just got to. I'm glad it's people like you that's just helping us yeah. realize, you know, this this situation because it's, it's people that have committed suicide and all types oh, of yeah? things over this, not understanding that these people just ain't, they ain't worth absolutely nothing. They, they're not worth it. No, they're not, man. You are absolutely correct on that. All right. Thanks for calling. Have a good, great rest yeah. of your day. You too, buddy. Bye-bye. You know, I will say I really like it when I see, I know he was fired up and I appreciate that. And when people finally start to put the pieces together and they start to see the reality, it's uh, it's a good time, you know, I mean, and it's tough. It is so tough on this to, to see it and to try to understand it. And he was right. You know, in the beginning of this, I know I've made videos on this, you know, you, you drive yourself in crazy, in crazy. <laughs> what, the, what the hell does that mean? You drive yourself crazy trying to figure it out. It's like, this makes no sense. Why the hell would they do this? 
It's because they don't feel like they deserve any more, right? And they can't see you be happy because they're not happy. And the sad reality is, is the caller was absolutely correct that this will drive a person, if they don't have some type of intervention, like this, like this channel or a, pers- a person in their life who basically is able to, at the right moment, give them a little bit of peace or a little bit of hope or a little bit of a, a reprieve, people will make really bad decisions. You know, my, my hope has always been that this channel will catch people before that happens and, uh, and stop that. Now, I know during that call, there was a lot of weirdness going on in the comments. Uh, I think we got that resolved. So, um, you know, this isn't a debate. This isn't a debate show. This is a show to help people going through some really traumatic times. If you want to fight, go find another channel. Not this one. We'll just boot it off. It's not worth it. All right. There looks like there might be another caller potentially. Uh, I'll grab this one. Nikki says, Dwayne's channel helped me understand it's not about gender. I'm grateful for this channel. So, you know, thanks. I appreciate you saying that. Yeah, I know you've been, you've been uh, uh, on the channel for a long time. Holy cow, the, the comments are flying today. Um, your kids pick up from a narcissist. Oh, man, big text. I see your question, but I don't really understand it. So if you could ask it again and tag me, just do at DSD. Uh, I'll, I'll hit that because I'm not entirely sure what you're asking. Um, oh, I see Phil basically was just commenting on what I was just talking about. I'm not going to say it because you say certain things on YouTube and they just, they, as soon as you get a video that gets bashed, then it typically dies, which is really kind of frustrating. Um, Oh, let me grab this because Debbie had posted. And I wonder if I can even find this. Let me see if I can. Uh, where? Oh, where? Oh, my gosh. The comments went nuts today. So I'm trying to. Where is this? Oh, wait a minute. I see a question. I see one that's actually listed as a question. Uh, Charisma Jackson says, question, at what age do you think it's appropriate to talk to children about this? How do we teach children to recognize uh, manipulation in general? Okay, that's a great question, and it's a multifaceted answer. What I will say is, if you're not using the X as the reference point, any age. If they're seven years old and a friend of theirs... uh, hurts them in a way or violates their trust or treats them poorly... That is an outstanding opportunity to say, hey, honey, or pumpkin, or whatever the appropriate little name you want to call them. You know, do you think that that's the right way people should treat each other? And they'll probably say no. I mean, so do you think, you know, is that how you would want to treat somebody? Hopefully the answer is no. And you use that as a, as a point to try to reinforce, reinforce that. What you don't want to do is say, you know, if they came back and they said, hey, mommy, uh, you know, Cindy in school, you know, she, she told everyone lies about me. You don't want to say, oh, you mean like how your dad says lies about me and, and everything that's going on? You don't, not that. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> and the good part about this is if you can do that young, then as things progress, it could turn into, hold on a second. 
had to sneeze. It can turn into an opportunity where they start to put the pieces together and say, hey, why does mommy do this? Why does daddy do that? Even then, I'd be very careful. I would tread incredibly lightly. Do not make the mistake that I made with my 21-year-old that the first time that he, he made a comment where it was like, he gets it. The floodgates are open. You know, open gates one through seven. <laughs> oh, my God. I was such an idiot on that. I'm like, oh, he's finally getting it. I can finally talk to him. I can finally tell him. And, uh, you know, it worked out for a while. And then, boom, our relationship almost crashed. Please, guys, don't fall for that trap. I did. I didn't with my girls. I, I, fortunately, I learned my lesson. I'm like, well, that was a mistake. So I have not done that with, with the other ones. Well, not entirely true. With my youngest, I did uh, a while back. There was a question that I answered absolutely inappropriately, and it uh, set things back. It's amazing how we can be our own worst enemies sometimes. I see this one comment. Never losing hope said, I, I love how DSD had Chris Godinez. She's going to be back on. We have a date already scheduled for mid-October. So subscribe so you don't miss that. Sign up for the text notification so you don't miss that. Uh, and went on to say, have you all heard of Des uh, Dr. Les Carter too? These channels are really good. To reset our minds, at least for me. Yeah, I'd like to. I'm gonna. I'm gonna start trying to bring more people on, but it's. It's. I'm gonna just. I don't know. I'm kind of toying with whether I let interview a bunch of different people or whether I'm really selective. I'm still trying to figure that. Figure that one out. All right. Let me. Uh, uh, man, I'm trying to find this comment from John so I can highlight it on the screen and. See, this thing needs... I need to tell these people they need to search. They need a search thing. All right, I'm just going to read it because I can't find it. And it says, uh, from John Boston, it says, Dwayne, my ex has really upset me. I have a friend who is a psychiatrist, and he said it's not worth trying to argue or reason with her. He says you're dealing with a BPD or B, BPC. BPC? I'm assuming you mean BPD. MPD, and it will get worse. See, I think for the few of us that have a professional who can really give us that advice. It's helpful. And he's, he's spot on. He's after, I mean, well, one, if he's a psychiatrist, then he should know, although we do know that a lot of people don't. Holy cow, the time is flying by. Um, so yeah, you got to really pick your battles. Tiffany says, DSD, setting boundaries for children, it will be my hardest task Every time the kids would get into a fight, I would ask how the other parent, uh, how the other person would feel. That's the best way we can use this to to try to help our kids through it. Um, and that's that's the approach I took, and it seemed to help. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and grab the caller, uh, area code nine one six. So, hello and welcome to the show. Hey, good morning, Dwayne. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Doing pretty good. Just wanted to say thank you so much. I've been a big follower, a big fan of yours for a uh, few years now. So I'm uh, well. Thanks for, for all your thanks uh, for saying that, advice. man. I appreciate it. Yeah, of course. Um, one thing I just wanted to encourage guys, and I'm, I know you do this all the time, but um, I, I went through a divorce almost 20 years ago, 
had an only child. And uh, I just um, want to encourage you guys not to give up the fight, uh, no matter what. Yeah. I mean, within reason, of course. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, I gave up. I gave up too soon. I think I gave up um, way too much, and I'm paying for it. Yeah. So uh, when I look back, I'm a little hard on myself sometimes, and it's hard to uh, try and reconcile where things went wrong, but um, just try to do the right thing. Be there for your kids. Yeah, I, well, and, man, uh, and, you know, just and, and dude, don't <laughs> don't beat yourself up on it, man, because, you know, we 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 are stuck in a horrible situation and we're trying to make the best decision under really difficult circumstances. Yeah. You know, I mean, you can look at it now and go, oh, crap, I made a mistake. But at the time, it was the best decision you can make. Right. You know, I mean, it's yeah, I mean, I'm assuming yeah. it wasn't that you were listening to me for a year and said, you know what? I know Dwayne says not to do that. I hate when people talk about themselves in the third person, but you know, he said not to do it. So I'm going to do it anyways. I'm, I'm pretty sure that's not what happened. You know, I mean, so don't do, don't beat yourself up. I appreciate you saying that, right? I mean, I appreciate you saying, you know, Hey, don't, don't give up the fight, keep going. Um, cause that's really important and people need to hear that so that they can maintain that perseverance. But you know, at the end of the day, we all, succumb to our own circumstances and, and personal situations. Are you doing okay? Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm doing much better. Uh, been to therapy. Um, didn't re- didn't realize I was attracting narcissists into my life until probably two, three years into therapy. Yeah. So uh, that's another thing. If, if you're not getting help, understanding what's wrong with uh, your relationship patterns, definitely go seek professional help. They can help clarify things. But oh man, that is so true. That you might not otherwise be able to, to determine. So I'm thankful for that. Um, but yeah, I, I just miss my daughter so much. And we had a great relationship after the divorce. Um, and then of course, when my ex-wife had her all to herself pretty much for the most part, um, you know, the writing was on the wall. She, she pretty much had control of, of her thoughts and, yeah. and basically turned, turned her against me in a lot of ways. So do you still get to see your kids? Um, that's, that's, yeah, I, I only have one daughter, but, uh, okay. yeah. So I, I see her, but not, she lives two states away. Oh man. That really complicates is, uh, it. Difficult. Yeah. It really does. And, but you know, when I talk to some other dads that have been through similar situations, they have kids that live across town and don't see their kids. Oh yeah. So I'm like, man, I, I would give my left arm to, to have my daughter in the same town as me. Yeah. So, yeah. No, it's, 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 uh, it's tough. It was, it was difficult. So it's difficult. And you know, you only get one life. And in my case, I only have one kid. So you got to make the most of it and cherish, cherish those times that you have together. Uh, work, do the work, get a good attorney and don't give up. Yeah. Hey, let me ask you this. When you see your daughter, um, how is your relationship with her when it's just the, just you two after, you know, after a little bit of time, you know, after the transition days over you guys. Okay. It's better. Yeah. It's gotten better. Okay. Um, she was just visiting about a month or two ago, came out for almost a week. It was great. She's married now. Um, so that's another obstacle to, to my trying to repair the, the damage. Um, so yeah, there's, there's a lot of things um, that we still need to work through. And I, I was just listening to your comment earlier about the, the situation with your son. 
where uh, if they get to an age where they're going to start to get it, you don't want to jump right in and be like, see, I told you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it's so tempting to do that. It is. It's so tempting. It's like, I knew you, I, I meant, I've been meaning to tell you, your mom's a narcissist, and <laughs> yeah, she's been poisoning you against me. And yeah, it can only backfire if, if you. Yeah. I think self-discovery is the key. No, it is, you know, and, and we need to not be the pivotal person in that process. Hey, so your daughter is an adult now and married right. or your ex is your, your, your daughter's remar is yeah. married. Okay, man. I mean, the fact that she's still yeah, reach, reaching out to you is a good thing. I mean, I know you've lost time and everything, but just keep, you know, just keep working on that, man. I mean, that, that's a good sign, Thanks. right? It's, it's whenever they write you off completely and you never hear from them where you don't even have the opportunity to try to do that, that's when it makes it a lot harder. I mean, I know it's still hard, right? I mean, I'm not trying to diminish your situation. I'm just saying at least you have that door still open to where you can, you know, you can work on that relationship. Sure. Well, thanks for calling and sharing and, and sharing that advice, you. man. Yeah, I appreciate absolutely. you doing that. Thanks. Of course. All right. Have Great, a good thanks, day. Appreciate all your so, man, what a lively show today. We only have a few few minutes. Um, I do have another caller. Let me double check the comments because I don't want to, I don't want to just miss everything. Uh, all right, let me just, I'm just trying to search around. Uh, I'll go ahead and go to area code 718. Hello and welcome to the show. Hello, am I on? You are on the air. How are you doing today? And we're running out of time. So unfortunately, okay. we don't have a lot of time. Fine, I'll be quick. Uh, my my uh, child is eighteen, going to school. Okay, alienated by the parent, um, exacerbated by a psychiatrist. He hasn't spoken to me in a year. I mean, he I haven't seen him in a year. He speaks vaguely. I started living with another woman, which has exacerbated it. Yeah. What do you do when the child is eighteen at this point? Uh, the child is, you know, not uh, subject to the same rules and all that. How do you approach this? What, what you do on that is you, you, you make yourself available. Basically, you leave the door, you know, unlocked or whatever, however you want to say it. Uh, and, right. and so, the, the, okay, so quickly what I'll say is be available so if they reach out, you can have a communication. The second part is, is on a reoccurring basis. I don't mean daily, you know, maybe every few weeks, once a month, reach out, but, but be very careful how you do it. You know, you don't want it to be like, you know, you don't want to try to have like put a, you don't want to have, let me try that one more time. You don't want it to come across like you're putting a guilt trip on them. You just want to say, Hey, thinking of you, um, you know, whatever, you know, just something to, to where you're just putting it out there that you're still, you know, that the per, you know, your child's still on your mind. But just, like I said, be right. careful to where it's not like, you know, there we go again. My dad's trying to put a guilt trip on me, you know. It's like, I haven't seen you in six months, you know. I mean, so, you know what I'm saying? And and that's right. what... I have done some of that. And we all do. I, I frankly send him a card once a week that is totally apart from any of this stuff, just about funny stuff or remembering things or how he's doing. So at least I, I don't know if he reads it, but I... I am totally apart from any of this angst in those cards. Yeah. I, you might want to just slow it down. So it's, if you're not getting any feedback from it and, uh, you know, yeah. so slow it down a little bit, 
and just give it a little bit of time. I mean, most kids don't want to hate their other parent, even if they've been conditioned to do it. So most times they'll, they'll come back around. And I mean, the other thing is, is, I mean, since now he's an adult, you know, I mean, 18, I mean, I know, I know for us, when you're looking at an 18 year old, they feel like babies, you know, it's like, you know, legally they're an adult, (laughs) but I mean, you know, you could use it. uh, Yeah, but he's been so ill. He's been so brainwashed. He's, it's when I talk to him, he's afraid of me. He was told I, I hit him, which never happened. You know, and right. he doesn't know what to believe. Yeah, you, you, the thing on that would be to try to, if you can, have a conversation with him to where you can say, hey, look, you know what? I made mistakes in the past. What can I do to help fix this? Uh, you know, I'm your, I am your dad. You are my son. You know, how do we go forward on this? Sometimes you can put it back in their court. I mean, obviously, if he turns around and says, well, you know, you can stay away yeah, from me fine. forever. I mean, that's obviously not appropriate. Yeah. But it's just keeping the door open to where you can have the conversation. And, and really what you need to have is, is an opportunity for him to unload on you. Um, and this is going to sound weird. Okay. And I, ha- I hate to try to say this in the last you know minute of the show. But what I mean is, is okay. have a conversation to where he can say, you know what, dad, you did this, 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 and this, and just, you know, laundry list out why you are such a piece of crap and yeah. not respond, not defend yourself, not go. Yeah. But just say, all right, man, I hear what you're saying. You know, there's a lot of stuff that happened. You know, what can I do going forward to help repair that? Right. Well, and b- because it's a hard conversation, it is, and it, it happened. Right. Um, and in I, I guess I defended myself. He stayed Yeah, you got to be situation. really careful about that. And, and I said, look at the police record. Right. It's not what happened. What didn't happen is what you're saying happened. Right. No, I, I know. And, and, but you got to be very cautious of it because they're going to yeah. be primed for you. Your son's going to be primed for you to defend yourself, and he's going to shut he off is. and stop listening. You need, to, you need to have he an is. opportunity yeah. to, to where he can, he can say his piece and you will listen to it okay. and then have the conversation past that, right? The, the police report conversation is, is, a, is a later conversation. I tell you what, maybe you could call in okay. back in tomorrow and we can continue this if that's possible or send me a note and All I can right, talk I'll, about it. I'll try to do that. I, I don't want to bother you, but I no, get No, 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 no. I just, I, my show ends in like 45 okay. seconds. So <laughs> that, I, and I'll, I'll get off. I won't, I won't. No, but I appreciate you calling, man. Thank you very right. much. Have a good day. So, yeah, I hate to have these ones that are so profound in the last few minutes. So I'll start to, I will finish that up tomorrow. Um, and on that, guys, uh, thanks for hanging out with me today on the show. I appreciate it. Man, a lot of lively conversation, a few trolls, but uh, some really great callers. I really appreciate you guys calling in and sharing with that. On that, I want to say thank you to all the channel members who are scrolling across the screen who have taken the time to become members and help support the channel and keep the lights on. On that, have a great rest of your day, and we'll see you tomorrow.